15. Genesis 15. You know, before I even, before I, I jump into this word, um, you know, it's a, it is a time where, where we set aside in January to pray and fast and seek the Lord. And I don't know if anybody's ever done this uh, before, um, but maybe on a piece of paper you've, you've written down or you're asking, asking the Lord, what is my calling? What is my calling? And, uh, you know, there's been times in my life where I've jotted that down. What is my, what, Lord, what is my calling? What is my calling? And I, I want you to see something with, with God because if you, you right now, in, in January, whatever it is today, I, I've been traveling, so what is it, the 17th? What is it? 17th. 17th, praise God. So we know it's January 17th. So to, to just help you out tonight, not just to focus on, Lord, what is my calling? But ask the Lord, Lord, what is my purpose? Because sometimes we think about calling, we think about, we think about things way out here. You know, Lord, what am I called to do? But what is my purpose now on earth? Like, like, Lord, what are you asking me to do now? What are you asking me to do as a believer? What are you asking me to do in my family? What are you asking me to, what are you asking me to be a part of? You know, Pastor Josh, he made a comment, and you know, you, you get nuggets and you glean nuggets, and I'm going to preach around just some of the nuggets that I received this week. But, but he said, you know, oftentimes as a pastor, he said, I ask this question to, to people that I meet with, and he said, you know, and, and two questions he said I ask, and he said the first question, what is the Lord doing in you? And you know, think about that question for a second. What is the Lord doing in you? What is the Lord doing in you? Because see, as a believer, you have to be mindful that God is always wanting to do something with the believer. He's not wanting you to stay in a place of stagnation. He's not wanting you to be in a place of just, well, I'm just going to cruise and everything's, I'm, I'm just going to be idle. God doesn't want you to, to stay in a place of just, of just I'm just going to stay here. Now we understand that there's a time that God calls us to stand, to stand firm in our faith and not to waver. So I'm not talking about that, but I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what is the Lord doing in you? And every one of us as a believer and as a Christian should be able to answer, now this is what the Lord's doing in me. He's doing something in me. You know, maybe it's that He's sending me here to talk to somebody. Maybe, maybe He's asking me to minister to somebody. Maybe God's going to use me today like this. But I believe that's the revelation that as a believer, we have every day that we wake up, every day we get out of bed, that God's doing something with me. He's going to put somebody in my path. He's going to allow me to share what He's done. He's going to give me a testimony. Amen? I guess I could just preach around this tonight. But what is the Lord, what is the Lord doing in you? Because you, you've got you've to keep that in front of you. And I'm going to touch on this tonight because what happens a lot of times as you begin to, man, I, mm, as you begin to set your faith, even, even for a new vision. I mean, you, you can go through a time of prayer and fasting even in January where it's like you get so busy. And that's what happened today. When I got home, the Lord just, I just felt all of a sudden just to stop. You know, no, don't be so busy that you're not hearing from me, that, I, that I've not placed something inside of you, that, that I'm going to do something in you, amen? Because He's put a promise in each and every one of you. And can I tell you tonight, see, that promise isn't just for you, it's for the people around you. It's for the people around you. And we're going to look at that tonight. And the second question, the second question that Pastor Josh asked, he said, what is the Lord asking of you? Oh my. That's a whole other level. What, what is the Lord asking of you? Because sometimes we think, okay, I'm, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. 
Praise God, I'm going to make heaven. But what is the Lord asking of you? Is He asking you to step up into a whole other, uh, a, a whole other area? Is, do you feel challenged as a Christian? Amen. Can I tell you tonight that you should feel challenged as a believer? It's scriptural, it's scriptural to be challenged. But it's not scriptural to be, to be defeated. So we're not defeated Christians. We're Christians that thrive. We're believers that thrive. In any, in any given situation, God's called us, He's called us to, uh, to thrive. Even, you know, you've seen it throughout the Bible, even in Genesis, that when there was a famine, what did God do because of, because of obedience? He blessed those that, that, that kept covenant with Him. And tonight, you know what? I'm looking at a bunch of covenant people, amen? That God is on my side. I'm a winner, amen? So that's a declaration that you make. You, you, you have it in your heart. You have it in your mind. That I'm a winner. I'm not, I'm not, God's not sent me here. He's not positioned me to lose, but He's called me to be a winner, and I'm going to win. I'm going to excel at the things the Lord has put in front of me, amen? So I, I just, I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be such an exciting year for the church. And for believers, it's going to be, you're going to see things this year that it's, you know, this will be a year, and I truly believe this, marked by signs, wonders, and miracles. That, that, that people will say, how is that even possible? No, but, the, but God. But God showed up, and God did this, and God did that, and, and, and God's using me this way, God's using me that way, God's showing me things. I see, I see what God, what God has for me. Amen. So those were two questions. I, I, I pondered that, and I thought, you know, so, so listen, if your pastor walk, walks up to you over the next month, two months, Pastor Miranda or I, or a life group leader comes up and says, you know, what's the Lord doing in you? Be ready to give a response. Be ready to get, you know, well, you know, I don't know. See, because, because we're in that place right now where the, where the I don't knows and the, and the you know, we, we all have to begin to pursue God with such a passion and such a faith and such a tenacity that, you know, no, no, He's doing this, amen. He's, do, he's doing that. And you know what I love about this house right now? There's faith in this house. There's faith in this house. Come here and share that testimony today. I just, just, what you, just what the lady, the girl, what's her name, Carol shared with you. Share that testimony because, because see, we need, you need to hear this. Because we, we serve an on-time God. We serve a God that answers now. He, it's not something that we have to sit around and hope and believe and wait on. But he, we serve an on-time God. Amen. Faith is now. Amen. Just if you would share that testimony. Um, this morning she had asked for prayer on the prayer line because uh, she was having a procedure done today where she was having an issue with her esophagus because it was it was closing up and causing her to choke at times and so she was having this procedure done to find out what was going on and so we prayed for her this morning and then she texted me uh, just a little while ago this evening she said she wanted to testify that they didn't find anything structurally wrong they they dilated her esophagus uh, took a biopsy to see if there was any inflammation and they they didn't find anything at all and she said the other day she she choked on uh, a piece of bread and it she said fear just flooded into her because she it scared her you know but one of the things that I had prayed for this morning was against the spirit of fear and because many times when that happens when you're dealing with a, a choking issue or something's going on there 
there, it's due to a spirit of fear. Now, I'm not meaning like you choked on a, on a, you know, a piece of meat or something like that. I'm meaning like you're having that I issue often, and that it can cause anxiety, it can cause fear. And so, anyways, she went on to say, "Sorry, the message was really long, so I'm sifting through it." But she said that even as, as she was praying, or as we were praying today, she said, I, I drew back because she said, I, d I realized that that very thing that you prayed for about the spirit of fear, that I had been allowing that to, to come in my life. And so anyway, she came out of the surgery today, and she said, when I came to, she said, I was saying, I see Jesus. And the doctor, <laughs> the doctor thought she said, I want cheese. <laughs> because the doctor thought she was hungry. <laughs> but the nurse was like, no, she said, I see Jesus. And she was crying. And she said, I literally felt the prayers of people praying for me and just felt like this, like just this, um, the peace of God was so heavy on her that she just felt like Jesus was right there. And, you know, and I just reminded her, I said, you know, just because the manifest presence, we don't always feel, but understand that he's right there with you all the time. Sometimes we feel his presence and other times we don't, but it doesn't mean that he's not there. So understand that to walk at in a level of peace and security at all times, like don't walk in fear, like understand understand that you have authority over that and that when you walk in the freedom of fear then you understand that Christ is with you all the time and that you have no reason to fear take authority over that thing and walk in the freedom of God so you know she just was thanking the church for praying for her but it was a testimony of uh, just the greatness of our God amen amen praise God and uh, I know there's there's many testimonies like that but you know please understand the that's why we pray. Guys, listen, you know, and, 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 I, and I'll say that that's the one thing that, um, you know, doctor ha stresses with us as staff every time we come together that we're not here if we don't pray. We don't see the manifest presence of God if we don't pray. We don't, uh, <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't see 30 million, 50 million dollars flood into the work of the kingdom that goes out and does everything that it does. You don't, you don't stop churches from being burnt and bulldozed down if you don't pray. You, so that's why we pray, because we believe, we be, we believe that that very tangible presence of God can rest and move now. Amen? And uh, praise God. Praise God. And, you know, and the second thing, and I said, you know, and I just want Randy to share that, um, you know, what's the Lord doing you? What is the Lord asking of you? Just be prepared to answer those two. Be, be, be willing to give a response. Be willing to, you know, because, because there, there's something greater that's coming upon the body of Christ. And, that, and I believe there's, 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 there's an anointing. I believe the church is this church. <laughs> I'm hungering for the anointing, not only for my life, Miranda's life, but everybody in here. There's going to be an increase this year. It's going to be greater than we've ever seen. Amen. Little tidbit of what I'm going to be sharing with you after Dr. shares his word, because the Lord's given me a word for this church. Praise God, I'm thankful, but uh, we're going to listen to what Dr. has for us. He will be giving that word um, the last weekend in January, but, but uh, it is going to be a year of increase for this house. Amen. Take your Bibles, go to Genesis 15. Genesis 15. Pick up at verse 1. You with me? Amen. 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 
Genesis 15, 1, it says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and that my heir of, of, of my house, Eleazar of Damascus? Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir. But one will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and he said, Look now towards heaven and count the stars if you were able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord and it accounted to him as righteousness. Father, I thank you for the word. And Father, I pray, Lord, give us eyes to see, Father, everything that you, God that, that you're showing us right now. Give us a, a heart to receive, Lord, the, your, your passion and, 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 and your compassion. And Father, just everything that you have. Set our hearts right with you, Lord, to, to know that we can hear. And Father, I thank you. Yes, Lord, just give us ears to hear. Lord, I know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let faith arise in this house in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, you know, I, I love this passage, but, um, and you know, I, I'm pulling out of some texts that um, I just felt like there were some great deposits in my, in my heart this week and uh, this past week, whatever week I'm in. And, um, but see, God did something here with Abraham and Abram at this point, but he, he, uh, he gave him a vision. He, he, he gave him a vision, and that's what he's doing with the church in this hour. He's, he's given the church a, a vision. He's given, he's given the people a vision. And, you know, many of you, we shared that earlier, that, you know, we, uh, January 2nd, we as a family, we sit down and, and with the kids, and, and we begin to do our vision boards for the year and uh, begin to just um, begin to see and, and, and whatever God was placing on our hearts. He, he began to just give us a vision for the year. But I want to tell you, tell you something about vision because, see, what happens is a lot, of times, a lot of times people get pulled away from vision or they get pulled away from seeing because of an obstacle or because of bumping the road. And, and so you, 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 quickly, you quickly say, ah, that's, that's not possible now because this just happened or that happened. But see, that's not the God we serve. And I love what God did with Abraham. He, he said, Said, take a look up. Take a look up. Take a look up. He put some. See, that's why. That's why you. Please hear me tonight. That's why you've got to put vision in front of you. You, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to put something in front of you that you can see. Because when you quit seeing, that's when, that's when the obstacles. That's when you get tripped up. That's when, that's when things begin to happen. But see, he had given Abraham a promise. He said, "Look up, look up, Abram. You know, er, er, look at, look at the stars of the sky. Everything that you, er, every star that you, you see, th th those are going to be the, your descendants. They're going to be scattered all over Earth." So every night Abraham went to bed. You know, he had a promise from God. These are my descendants. You know, but see, what, what's the Bible say here? He believed God. He believed God. So when God puts a vision in you, you know, you, your responsibility in that is to believe. You, your responsibility is to grab a hold of it and say, no, I'm, I, it's, like, you know, it's like what I preached a few weeks ago. You know, it, it, it's, it, you know, I'm not letting go. And I'm not letting go until you bless me. Jacob had a hold of the angel. I'm not letting go till you bless me. There's got to be something rise up. I'm, I'm not letting go of the promises of God in my life until you bless me. I'm not letting go of the vision because you put, you put... Can I tell you something tonight? Some of your visions are way too small. Some of your visions are way too small. You've got to begin to see. You've got to begin to plan. You've got to begin to say, no, I, I see it. 
I see it out here. It may, it may take a time. But, you know, Habakkuk, take your Bibles. Because if you don't have this underlined, you need to catch this. You need to catch this in the Spirit. Habakkuk 2, 2, let's just, let's just cover it so we're, we're just on vision. I, I'm here to remind you that even through a time of prayer and fasting, some of you may have, you, you know, there might have been something even this month that's caused, that, that, that's caused something to, that where you have to evaluate everything. But I'm here to tell you tonight, there's good news. God, God's going to see you through whatever difficulty you might be faced with. Whatever's going on, God's going to see you through that. And you're going to be blessed on the other side. Amen? Amen. Amen. Habakkuk 2, um, 2, verse 2. Just because if you, if you don't have this underline, underline it because it's so important for you to see this in the Word of God. Because see, there, there's so many promises in, in, in fulfilling and walking in vision. It says, Then the Lord answered me, and he said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. So, you know, so you, you make, your, make your vision plain. Make, you know, you know, so, so you know, what's he putting in you? What, what's the vision that he's putting in you? You've got to make it plain. You've got, you've got to make it plain. You've got to put it in a place where you see it. Maybe every day when you get up and you grab your keys to go out the door, you begin to speak that vision over your life, over your family, over whatever's going on. Because see, what happens, like I said, what happens is like, oh, I woke up late, or I got this, or I got that. And so and next thing you know, you're, you're in a tailspin. You're not called to be in a tailspin. Get focused. Amen. Every, every one of us. Let's get focused. Let's get focused on the things of the Lord. Hallelujah. That he may run who reads it. You're called to run. You're called to run. You know, I, Pastor Shannon did that the other day, you know, and it was, it was really cool because, because see, uh, when, you know, we're called to run a race. Every, you know, we, we understand the scripture that every, every believer is called to run a race. But a lot of times what happens is, is, is you know, uh, runners will, will, will run, but what's a runner supposed to do when they cross the finish line? They don't come to the finish line and, oh, I made it, stop. What do they do? They run through. They run through. They keep running through. And so, so you're called to run. You're not called to just stop at the finish line. When you run, you're supposed to run all the way through. And she shared the story. It was a testimony or something. Somebody, it wasn't a testimony. It was something that happened to somebody. So when you begin, to, everything's always, you know, speech, so important. But let, open your mouth. Let this be a January where you begin to open your mouth. You begin to, you know, don't just think them in your head. Speak them out. There's power in your words. There's power when you, when you speak the word of God. There's power when it's, it's released. It's released over your life. I am blessed and highly favored. I'm called by God. I'm righteous. <laughs> Read Ephesians. Let's go through a book of Ephesians. Write down everything that the Lord... Write down everything that you are. Go through the book of Ephesians. Write it down. That was in that movie last night, wasn't it? We was watching. Write down everything in that movie. Uh, not that movie, but in, in the book of Ephesians. What's the, well, I don't even know what the movie was. I think we, what was it? Overcomer. Overcomer. Write down everything. Write down every Overcomer. If you've not seen this, it's a good movie. It's about a, a girl that runs. So there's more to the story. but I mean, there really is more to the story. But it's a good movie. So, But write down everything you are. I am blessed. I am forgiven. I'm healed. You know what? Because he says I am. He says I am. Guys, listen, I'm going to tell you something. This, this, 
you're, you're going to start seeing things shape up where the, the things that even that I'm speaking and saying aren't going to be popular with, 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 with certain, certain groups of people. And I'm going to say that even, even, even people that would say I'm a Christian, that you, well, who do you think you are? There's going to be a separation. <laughs> there, there's going to begin to be a separation. There's going to begin to be a separation. Those, those that are going to carry God, the living God on the inside of it, there's going to be a separation. Because God's calling, He's calling the church to be higher. I mean, read the book of Revelations. There's plenty of warnings to the churches about having our act together. We've got to have our act together right now. I, you know, if you're in sin, get out of sin. If there's something that's going on, just get, get out of it as quickly as you can. Get, get, yourself, get yourself grounded and get yourself ready. Now. <laughs> Faith is now. Get yourself positioned now. I'm telling you, God's going to release word over this house. I, I've, I've prayed that way, and I have been praying that way. God's going to begin to release word over, over you. He's, you know, and if you're here, your purpose right now is here. So be here. Check in. Be here. Be ready to move. Be ready, be ready to do what God's asking you to do now. Amen? If you're here, your purpose is here. Be here. Be, be ready. Amen? Be ready to go. Is it eight? I've only been an hour, right? So David took off the armor. He couldn't, he couldn't fight this battle with, uh, with Saul's armor. You've got to get your armor. You've got to get your own armor. What's the Lord telling you to, to be equipped with? What, what's the Lord speaking to you? You've got to do that. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I, so in, in verse 15, just back to this text real quick, because, uh, because see, God did something here. He said, God, uh, actually, flip over to Genesis 17. Genesis 17. Because God showed him in Genesis 15, you know, that you're, you're gonna, your descendants are going to be like the stars. I want to show you something because, because I, I believe that th there's something that the Lord wants for his believers to do, and that's excel. He wants you to excel not only around the knowledge and, and the wisdom of God. He, want, he doesn't only want you just to excel, but he wants you to see the, the promise that's inside you. Because if, if you can begin to see the promise that resides in you, that, that's there for you. Because see, Abraham, I, and I believe this, and I think it was Pastor Shannon made a comment that Abraham thought that the promise was just for him. But see, the promise wasn't just for Abraham. The descendants would be many, right? So, so there's, there's future descendants. And so I want, I, want to, I want you to see this because see, God's calling, he's calling that, that promise that's been put in you to be birthed. And it's not just about you growing in the things of God. You're going to grow in the things of God by, 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 by being in Him. So it's important that you abide. I think John, you, you, Don covered that the other day, abiding. You have to understand how important it is to abide in the Lord. But, but it, it, it's th that promise that's in, in you, it's, it's so that it can be birthed. So others, can, others can, can also be affected by what's inside of you. 
It's not just about you, right? That, that's the thing about the kingdom of God. That's the thing about being a believer. It's not about, it's not about Miranda and I to stand up and say, this is our ministry. It's not, it's not just our ministry. <laughs> it's not, that's not what this is about. This is us being a part of the church. God's placed us. He's given us a responsibility. Amen? It's not, look at my ministry. It's not, no, it's what, what, what is He placing in me? What is He placing in you to do for others? So you, you, catch, you begin to catch that. You begin to catch that. I think that was my gum. I hope I didn't spit it on anybody. Genesis, uh, let's look at this. Genesis 17, 9, verse 9. It says, you guys ever Genesis 17? And God said to Abram, as, as, as for you, you sh- shall keep my covenant and your descendants after, all, after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and your descendants. After you, every male child among you shall be circumcised. Drop down to verse 15. Genesis 17, 15. It says, Then God said to Abraham, As far as uh, Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will, what? I will bless her. So the promise wasn't just for Abraham. It was also, it was also for his wife. I will, I will bless her. And she shall be a mother of the nations. Kings of peoples shall be from her. So the blessing wasn't just for Abraham, the blessing was for Sarah. The, the blessing was for, for Abraham's people. It, you, you guys catching that? Because see the, see, the blessing that's on the inside of you is not just for you. The, the, you know, this thing that he's placed, this promise of, of descendants that Abraham seen, wasn't just for him, it was for, it was for others. So the promise that he's put in you, it, it, it's for others. It's for others. We've got to begin to see the way He sees. We've got to begin to understand. That's what Christ came and died for. He came and did He die just for one? No, He did. He didn't come for just one, right? He came for humanity. He came for all of mankind. So our eyes have to be. Our eyes. We have to see differently. We have to see God's purpose, His plan, His will for our lives, but for for, for mankind even. Everybody say, "I will excel." As a Christian. One more time. I will excel as a Christian. That was the theme from the conference this past weekend was was excel. You know, just like Abraham's life, you know, he, he, he... he asked the Lord, Lord, what about this? I, you know, I, I, need, I, I don't have a kid. I want a kid, you know. I don't have my own kid. I have an heir, but it's not. And he said, no, I, there's, there's another. There, there's something else here. And he wasn't talking about Ishmael. David said, no, I, I, you know, I have, I have another kid. Isn't, is, it, you know, why can't it happen this way? No, it's not going to happen that way. I'm going, to give you a, you, I'm going to give you a son. And it's going to come from you, and it's going to come from Sarah. And so you, you have to be, listen, you have to be diligent with the promise that's placed on the inside of you. Abraham waited some time. I'm not here to just talk about time because I think the things are being birthed are being birthed very quickly in people. And they're going to come, they're going to come very, very quickly. 
People are going to begin to just, the, the promise that's there, he's going, to begin to, he's going to begin to unfold it. It's going to begin, you're going to begin to say, no, I see. I see that promise. I see that promise. You know, what, what even we see in the natural, we have to begin to say, no, that's not the story. What I'm seeing in the natural isn't the story. What I'm seeing in the physical isn't the story. We've got to begin to have, you know, it, it's, it, see, the supernatural should, should be the norm for believers. <laughs> we, sh- we should understand that a supernatural way of thinking and living should be normal for believers. Super, you know, because we, and we, we shouldn't be like, oh, in awe of just the supernatural. We should, when a word of knowledge or when a word of prophecy or when, when tongues and interpretation, we, we should be in awe of the Almighty God. Amen. That, that, that look at what God did. Look at what God did. God spoke. See, see the supernatural. We, we, we're we're going to live, we're going to live in the supernatural. You're going to live in the supernatural. I don't have time to get in this other section, but I want to I leave you with this in closing tonight. You're, you're going to excel this year. You're going to excel this year. And I'm going to tell you this. It's going to be your choice. It, you, 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 you know, I can prophesy a word and give you a word. You're going to excel this year. But in that excel, excelling, it's going to be your choice. It's going to be, it's absolutely 100% going to be your choice to excel. You know, and, I, and, I, and like I said, I don't have, I'm not, I just have too much here to really try to jump into.